What's up, everybody? Welcome to Recess, a mental health and faith deconstruction podcast. I'm your host, Reed Bervik. Today, we're talking about the dangers of self-healing. Let's get into it. All right, man. Welcome in. Welcome in. Hey, top of the top, it's important that we know that this is actually the first podcast I'm recording with video. So if you want to see me, you can pop onto YouTube. It's going to be up in the next couple of days. Not Might not be up today, but I'm going to start a YouTube channel and just put my podcast stuff, do some video as well. So for all of you watching on YouTube right now, maybe on Instagram, who knows? Hey, what's up? This is uh, my exposed brick column right here. And for those of you um, listening on the podcast, you can't see it. So now we're just in an awkward silence. You and me staring each other down proverbially through the ears. Let's get back into the podcast, shall we? All right. So we've been doing a series on the dangers of individualism. We've been looking at individualism, this cultural thing in Western culture, basically in West in, in America, where we value, we maybe overvalue self-reliance, individualistic ways of life, and we undervalue community. And so we are talking about that today. We're actually going to wrap it up today. We're going to do the last little part of this mini series. And today we're talking about the dangers of self-healing. This is a really, really important topic to me. And it's popping off right now, self-healing on social media, on all of these different apps. And so let's talk a little bit about self-healing. So self-healing is currently defined as the internal process of healing oneself from past past wounds. So basically, we are trying to heal ourselves. We're trying to get this knowledge on social media, this therapy knowledge, and trying to heal all the stuff that's going on. We've got a lot of hurts. We've got a lot of pains, and we are trying to heal it. It's a huge trend on social media. It values individual work over relational work or the changing of systems. And that is the major problem with self-healing. A lot of our wounds are relational and system wounds. And if we just try to fix stuff on ourselves, we're actually not addressing what we need to address. We're trying to fix things away. That's not going to work. It's like using a screwdriver for a nail. That's not how it was designed to work. And so as therapy has become more widely accepted, this cultural practice of individualism creates an appetite to heal by oneself. We want to heal by oneself because we don't trust other people. We want to heal by ourselves because we want to prove something to somebody. Self-healing is actually more harmful than we think it is. It negates the relational healing, the reason why therapy or or, or anything mental health related is so impactful is because the relationship between you and your therapist or you and your mentor or you, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Any healing relationship is healing because of the relationship. The relationship element is so impactful and it's so important. It ignores systems, self-healing ignores systems that are major reasons for wounds. If you grew up in an unhealthy family system, you can't fix the wounds from that by yourself. You need to be in relationship with other people to be able to do that. And oftentimes we need a professional to help us navigate that. Self-healing also centers ourselves 
and it centers our traumas and our hurts and our pains so much that it can actually be unhealthy. If we are constantly thinking about the the wounds that we have, the traumas that we've experienced, we're not going to be able to get away from it. And we're going to be constantly bombarding ourselves with painful memories. This part of self-healing can actually hurt our healing process. It can hurt us more than it can actually help us. And because of the culture of individualism, we want to prove ourselves. When we see all these things on TikTok, we see all these things on Instagram, we want to do it ourselves. We want to heal ourselves. We want to work on ourselves Who are we trying to prove that to? Who are we trying to impress? And why aren't we letting other people in to the journey? We want to prove ourselves. We want to seem that we're capable. We want to seem like we're self-reliant, which is a previous episode, like three episodes ago. I think like episode 17. We want to be self-reliant so much that we're taking all of this mental health content and we're just trying to do it on our own. We're trying to do it ourselves. And it's actually not that helpful. It's actually not helpful. So I would communicate with anybody who wants to heal, who wants to grow, who wants to experience a fuller life, a healthier way of living. The first key for me, or one of the first keys, is self-awareness. It's important for us to know that we are different than other people. Our journey is not going to look the same. It's important us for to know that. It's also important us to know what works and what's been shown helpful empirically. But we have to know that the stuff that's overprescribed online might not actually help us. It might not. Some of it could be helpful, but just because it helps somebody else doesn't mean it's going to help us. Something like journaling, something like medication, meditation, certain types of therapy. Individually, this could work for some, but it might not work for everybody. We have to be self-aware enough to know what is going on within us and what do we actually need. And I don't think a lot of people who intake so much mental health content know what they need. And it's not their fault. They've never been taught. They've never been modeled self-awareness. But not everything we see online is going to help every single person. So we're trying to do everything on our own while simultaneously trying to use every method everybody else does. So the former, that's void of relationships on our own. The latter is void of knowledge of self. We're not differentiated enough, yet we're so individualistic that we're trying to do everything by ourselves. We're in this catch-22. We're stuck in the middle, and I think a lot of people are hurting because of it. So when we think about pursuing healing, what do we mean? What are we looking for? People say that a lot. What does that look like? One thing to know is we can't actually heal on our own. We can't find health by ourselves. If your hurt, if your trauma, if your wounds comes from a relationship with somebody else, as they often do, we have to be healed. We have to find growth in the context of a new safe relationship. I always talk about this. We aren't going to be able to get over our wounds from our father or our mother or our ex-partner without other people, without safety in relationships. And we want to run from that sometimes because we don't trust people. When we're hurt by people, especially over and over again, we don't trust them. And that's why it's so captivating to do self-healing is because, damn, I don't trust that person. I'm going to try to do this on my own. So it's not 
It's not this thing where we need to feel shame over. It's this thing where we need to understand why am I actually maybe more inclined to go to self-healing? Am I wrapped up in individualism, hyper-individualism? And I wrapped up in in a lack of trust for other people? This goes back to self-awareness. But we need other people to heal. Also, healing might not be the best word. It might not be the best thing. It might not be the best goal. Since healing isn't linear, a lot of times we use healing as this like binary kind of arrival point. We want to be healed. But maybe that's not what we're after. Maybe healthy is best. Maybe growth is best. It's okay if we use healing, but we have to know it's not linear. We're not going to arrive at this healed point in our lives. We lived, if you're like me, I lived 23 years of my life a certain way before I even started my therapy journey. That's a long time. I'm 27 now, so that's four years. I don't think I can get over 23 23 years of hurts and pains in four years, right? It's not about becoming healed in totality. It's about that journey moving towards that. Also, there's a lot of studies that show that the obsession with healing actually leads to more negative mental health outcomes. It's similar to what we just talked about, about centering ourselves, centering our traumas. We are so obsessed with healing, we forget to live our life. We forget to have fun. We forget to experience joy. We forget to rest. We forget to take breaks. One of the most impactful things about therapy, if we have trauma, we need A lot of times we need therapy, whether it's individual, whether it's group therapy, whether it's couples therapy, whether it's whatever it may be for a specific person or or group of people. There is something called containment. We have a lot of intense emotions, right, surrounding our pains. We get really flustered and we can get really hyper aroused or we get really flustered and we become hypo aroused. So we become numb. Either way, we can't emotionally regulate. If we can't emotionally regulate, a lot of stuff's either going to come out or we're going to just shut off completely. These big emotions, we can't handle them. When we're in the process of working through stuff with a mental health professional, we can actually talk about it. Uh, A therapist or somebody can help us contain that, which means we're not going to let those emotions bleed out. We're going to be able to have some sort of mini closure on that day so that we can go and live our life. If we're looking at mental health content all the time, every single day, constantly thinking about the stuff we could grow in, we might forget to live our life and experience our life. And containment is so helpful. If we just keep talking about trauma, people could get triggered. And if they don't have anybody to help them, how are they going to contain it? Look, not all social media, not all mental health accounts are bad. Not at all. There's some people I follow on TikTok and Instagram who are quality, licensed therapists, experienced mental health professionals. They know what they're talking about. There's also a lot of stuff that's not helpful and actually really, really harmful to people because we commoditized mental health. And that's a tough place to be. But containment is huge. And self-healing is tough because who can we can't contain ourselves a lot of the times, especially when our emotions are running. So being able to contain is really important. So 
All that being said, self-healing is a byproduct of individualism that teaches we must heal ourselves. Because if we're anything, we're going to be able to do it on our own. But that is impossible and it's unhelpful and it actually hinders our ability to grow. Relational wounds must be healed in new safe relationships, period. We can grow on our own, but it's when that flips to becoming that's all we're trying to do, it's not helpful. It's not helpful. Mental health care is impactful and powerful because of the relationship. That is possibly the most healing part, and it's consistently been shown to be one of the most important parts of any sort of mental health relationship, therapist, psychiatrist, psychotherapist, etc. Professionals can allow for containment. I'm going to say it again. We don't want people to be re-traumatized. Containment, containment, containment. Look, you're not alone in your mental health journey. The self-healing trend right now on social media has impacted a lot of us. And we can pursue growth on our own. But that's not all we should be doing. That's not all we have to be doing. We, we need to experience fun and goodness and joy and, and work on our stuff. But work on it for an hour or two a week. Set it down. Put it in this box. Boom. I'm going to pick that up with a professional next week. We're not alone in this. We don't need to pursue any of this alone. We need each other. Individualism, hyper-individualism has been very, very harmful. And I, I, I hope and I really, really, I really, really want us to lean into community and to, to build in mutual aid into our life. I know I need it. I need to grow in that. And maybe some of us need to as well. Thank you so much for listening or for watching Recess. If you like it, please like or subscribe, write a review. I'll link all the socials um, below in the description. I hope you all have an awesome day. Be well. Go have fun today. Do something fun. Do something relaxing and just take a break and rest. Peace. <laughs>